to the Skeptic Wire. I am recording. Did you get my subtly, subtly, subtle racist remark? <laughs> Are you ready? That's subtly racist? No, I asked, did you get my thing earlier where I said I was going to be subtly racist? <laughs> I don't think Never so. Never mind. No. Okay. Oh, you're recording-wise. Yes. I, I thought, did you get it? Did you understand it? Not, Dude, did are you, are you all tape? about equivocation today? <laughs> are you all about passive-aggressive? Because that was a little passive-aggressive. I wonder if there's a word that it means you can be passive and... I don't know. I'm confused. And aggressive at the same time? Yeah, yeah. passive-aggressive. <laughs> there should be like a great German word for it, you know? Oh, there probably is. I don't know what though. But like a German You speak word like means... 12 languages. I don't speak fucking German. Oh, okay. If, if anybody's going to know how to do it, are you going to put it into Babblefish? <laughs> well, I'm seeing if somebody has a German behavior. Um, if, if anybody already has uh, a German word for passive-aggressive. Because, like... Passive-aggressive Verhalten. <laughs> that sounds like someone just pretending to be German and speaking it, it, in a it, German it, accent. It, yeah, I don't think passive or aggressive is actually a German word. Well, we know aggressive is definitely a German word. Passive, maybe not so much. <laughs> oh, it is. Passif-aggressive. There you go. Because, I mean, I, I'm very limited in what I can speak in German. Most of it is ordering in a restaurant, calling somebody either a shithead or a dumbhead, how to order a beer, and how to really insult somebody in a bar after a couple of drinks. See Flickin' Der Kuhn. You are an American. No. Okay. See Flickin' Der Kuhn. Um, you fuck cows. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> cool. I thought it had something to do with Conan O'Brien, so. You Flickin' Der Conan O'Brien. Yeah, but, see, I mean, that, it's such a great sounding sentence. See Flickin' Der Kuhn. Subliminal hostile. Unterschwellig find. Send me that, please. That's really cool. <laughs> I like that. Subliminally, Sub subliminal subliminally hostile. hostile. Yeah. So you could uh, you could say Unterschwelligheit feinselig, which would be subliminally or Unterschwelligly. Yes. Now I'm babblefish. No, German.stackexchange.com. <laughs> <laughs> Here, actually, I'm going to post it on... The Super Secret site? No, I'm going to post it on my main <laughs> Facebook site. Um, what the hell is uh, Deb's... Uh, Thomas. Thomas. Adonde vas, Thomas? <laughs> You're asking the, the fact check to your German? <laughs> yeah. What was Felix Feiner? I'll put equal. German words just have such a a palpability. They're they're tactile. <clears throat> I think I just totally fucked my German up. Okay. Hello, 
It is the 9th of September, 2014, episode 169 of The Skeptic Wire. What? Yeah, that's right. I went there. So what? (laughs) You know, you always go there, and it's what we love about you. There you go. You went there, you bought a t-shirt, and got the novelty spoon. That's right. Yeah, but then he gave it to me, I sold it in a garage sale, and now some homeless guy is wearing it. As a good luck charm. The spoon? Someone, how does someone wear a spoon? Spoon man. Well, you can hang it off anyway. A nose? Yeah. Sure, let's go with nose. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you are going. Uh, I'm your host, Carolina. With me this week are Greg Perrine. I thought I was Donna this week. And Donna Swafford. I really don't want to be Greg. Please don't let me be Greg. Please, <laughs> please, please. Hey. And Harpo. <laughs> Greg, you can be Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that'll keep him quiet for about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> until he starts... Never mind. Yeah, but we need him tonight because I didn't actually read the... Prepare. You know, I didn't prepare. Well, it'll be an interesting night then. So, how's everybody's week so far? Good. Or even from since the last week? Better than as of like an hour ago, but hey. There you go. The usual. Okay. Is I, that like a BLT on sourdough? Because that's usually what I define as the usual. Not of whole tomatoes, but yes. What about like my half life is tomatoes? A, my life or maybe is slices a BLT. of tomatoes. You, know, you don't have to put a whole tomato on, on a thing. You can actually slice, slice them up and then put I, them I, on the I sandwich. understand what you're saying, but I, I'm differentiating a slice or a whole tomato okay. from like pureed tomato in like ketchup or spaghetti sauce. Ah. So you put I, spaghetti sauce on your BLT? No, no, no. My God, what kind of person are you? So you agree with the United States government that that ketchup is a vegetable, a vegetable. Uh, or actually a fruit in this case? It, it is usually just used as a garnish because it's not at the level of consumption that it makes it a full vegetable serving. But I, when I'm saying like ketchup and tomato sauce, I'm talking about with other foods, not on a BLT. Right, because then it wouldn't be a BLT. So I probably would just okay. I probably would just have like a club sandwich. Let's. If you're gonna call it a BLK, why not spell America with a K while you're at it? Because that (laughs) would be communist, and communism is just a red herring. I I like fish. I don't know what's going on anymore. I seriously don't know. Uh, Oh, (laughs) drop my pen. So. Greg, how do you want us to start off this week? Better? <laughs> Should we just start over? No. No, no. it's way too late for that. Um, okay, so over the last couple of years, we've started each show with a birthday segment. I give No, some... we started each show with a hello! <laughs> okay, after the hello and usually what's been going on this week, the third thing in our show, Gary, is usually been a oh! birthday segment. It was a little snarky. Yeah. That that may or may not mean subliminal hostile in German. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for for a, a corrective help. You're waiting for the Germans to help. Yes. All right. You may be waiting for a long, long time, given history. Um. So we've done the birth. <clears throat> Puberty strikes again. We've done the birthday guessing thing for a couple years. I want to try out a couple other guessing games. We've done George the- Clooney. <laughs> we- oh. Not yet. <laughs> We've started a... I, I- over the summer, I cried... 
I cried. 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 Greg, it's okay. Antidepressants can help. They don't always make the leaky knot work, too. <laughs> Just remember that, okay? It's it's okay. The first step is admitting it. No. <laughs> so no wait, or or may, no wait, maybe he meant crime. Maybe he Ooh. didn't finish the word. Maybe he's like the anti-Batman. So I have so he'd be... a cowl where the ears go down inside instead of up. <laughs> sure, and and you you commit crimes. So, I what are are, are we talking about there? Because that's like every other fucking bad well, guy all, in comic book. He's dumb. not well. He's he's not rich enough to be Batman. So, no, no. So so therefore he he that he continues only has the like, oppositeness. Yeah, he's, he's like that uh, a blank man. Uh, well, then you have to have chronic. <laughs> Not blunt man, yeah, blank, blank man. man. The uh, and Martin Wayne's or yeah, the the Wayans where you know he basically had socks with duct tape on it or whatever, and that, okay. that would be his thing, or plungers. Anyway, have we gotten down? I think we have skeptic really? <laughs> skeptic wire movie review the uh, thing. MST three K. Yes, apparently I can't talk this week, which is going to make this entire quiz kind of interesting. Okay, so after your summer of crime. The summer of trying out the Amazon review quiz, which is fun, but there's not a lot on Amazon to do this with, especially that you guys would recognize. So I'm going to keep that to once a month. Yeah, we, we did kind of suck at that. Let's just. No, you guys did pretty good. Well, Diving actually, rugs. Gary did pretty good at that. I don't know what he just said. I'm just going to keep going. Um, <laughs> Gary was pretty good at that one. So, um, But uh, this one, we're going to try this week a new type of quiz. It may fail abysmally. It may be the best thing ever. It is called Guess the Guru. What I did is I went to goodreads.com and entered a tag word and saw what different quotes came up by different authors. And we're going to see what you can guess. And bonus points at the end if you can guess specifically what I searched for on goodreads.com. So, uh... Mike Myers. The, the stabby Mike Myers or the actor Mike Myers, who stabby. occasionally stabbed people? No, no, no. No, the actor who did the love guru. Oh, no. Okay. No. You should be stabbed too, but... Cause did you see love guru? No. Nobody oh. else did either. Oh, I saw about 37 seconds of it and wanted to stab myself. So, um, author number one, the quote is... Your life right now is a reflection of your past thoughts. That includes No, but good guess. That includes all the great things and all the things that you consider not so great. Since you attract to you that which you think about most, it is easy to see what your oh, dominant the thoughts. Secret people. Yeah, you're I, getting I there. I don't. I don't know. They are, and you won't let me Google. It's the <laughs> secret people. Can you steal it away, Gary? Or He's Oprah. Googling. He's no, Googling. No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm trying to figure out just a, a list of names so I can I can try and... Because uh, <laughs> I don't know any of them. I don't know any names of gurus. Yeah, but he just... It's the fucking secret Eckhart people. Tolle. No. Oh. This is Rhonda Byrne. Oh. Donna gets half a point for guessing the secret. So you get half a point if you guess 
like the book or something, and and a oh, okay. full point if it's the author. Okay, so we can we can guess something about them. Yes, they're male. <laughs> I don't think Rhonda is, but Rhonda. but I th- if if I he identifies that way, then all the more power to him. Who are we? We are say? we I, are a. a, a Inclusive podcast. I did look some of these authors up on Wikipedia, and um, I'm pretty sure Rhonda is identifies as female and is probably cis female as well. Good so, for her. All right. Um, so half a point for Donna, no points for Gary. Number two, when you concentrate your energy purposely on the future possibility that you aspire to realize, your energy is passed on to it and makes it attract. <laughs> No, but good guess. Samuel <laughs> smiles. Makes it attracted to you with a force stronger than the one you directed towards it. Tony Robbins. No. Marianne Williams. Nope. Oprah. Nope. Uh, male. Dianetics guy. Uh, uh, J- L. Ron, L. Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. No, nope. sorry. Hey, J. Ron, his, his lesser known brother. The book this comes from. Kevin Trudeau. No. The book this comes from is Think Your Way to Success. Let your dreams run free. Freud! <laughs> no. Schittenhauer Fraudman. Close enough. Half a point for Gary for Stephen Richard. <laughs> really? That no. got half a point. No, it didn't. I'm just... <laughs> but I could tell that you guys weren't going to get it. And don't worry, I probably wouldn't have gotten that one either. So let's just move on to author number three. Um, this is kind of a long one. Um, just feel free to cut me off when you know it. You're going to be talking a while. Ego identification with things creates attachment to things, which in turn creates our consumer society. Close, but no cigar. And economic structures, which only measure of progress, is always more. The unchecked striving... Mahatma... No, that's later on in the list. Okay. <laughs> the unchecked striving for more, for endless growth, is a dysfunction and a disease. Kinky Friedman. <laughs> it is the mm. same dysfunction wow. the cancerous cell manifests, whose only goal is to multiply itself. I'll give you guys a clue. This name has been mentioned in the last ten minutes. Marianne Williamson. No. Nope. No, it's, it's uh, what's his face? Kevin Trudeau. Kevin, uh, nope. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, Tony Robbins. Nope. Mahatma Gandhi. Samuel Smiles. Uh, the... Eckhart Tolle. Yes. <laughs> Eckhart Tolle. Oh. oh I it's one of the I names grabbed you, you grabbed you. out of nowhere. That is I a remember saying point it. for Donna. But an assist. You're yeah, gonna... so Gary gets half a point for a that pass. one. Yeah. You got an assist. You got a half a point for helping out Donna five minutes earlier. Yes, that book is A New Earth. Awakening to your life's purpose. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, All right. So those first three purpose. were kind of difficult. Uh, the next three are probably going to be more difficult. There's a total of seven. Uh, because... Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not one of the on the list. Judas? No. no. <laughs> uh, well, it, Saul was much more the kind of the spouty blah, yeah. blah, blah, or, blah, or blah, Paul, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The next three people I could not find on Wikipedia. Ooh. How are we supposed to get this then? I don't know. Maybe because I heard get of all them. of my history facts and philosophy facts and I will, shit like that from Wikipedia. I will give you the name of the book, and maybe that might ring a bell. I don't know. Uh, the next person is uh, the book is called "The Whisper of Your Soul." You will oh, behold God, I throw up right to now. the truth. It is the way. It is the path. It is your destiny. 
to be true Flat, is to be. Uh, inflagration uh, uh, la grandma. Nope. Is that your final <laughs> answer? It's my first one. Any guesses, Donna? Peach is the dog. No. Peach is the cat. <laughs> no, no, I actually There's mean... no one named Peaches. <laughs> I'll give you that much, Carrie. Uh, the world, uh, Buffy Summers. I don't know. The person's name is Karen Hackle, and she Who is the a fuck is this bitch? spiritual see, poetry see, person. See, this is how this this is how psychic I am because I said Peaches the cat, and cats raise their hackles when they're mad, and consequently, obviously, I was seeing that. I should I should totally go <laughs> to Mind Body Wallet. Okay, Gary gets a tenth of a point for guessing. Something related do I get, to do, it, do I get a chakra? <laughs> no. One well, I can tell you point. what you can do with that chakra. Wait, wasn't chakra from Land of the Lost? <laughs> yeah, I think so. He was a little lizard guy yeah, that chased yeah. him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that was a sleeve stack. Chakra was the was a little ape, half human, near near human. I thought that Neanderthal. was the Noid. No, that was. Domino's you mean the australopithecine and... that they found, and nobody could actually say that? No. No, it, no, it was a hairy little... Right. That was an australopithecus. I believe a... I have lost control over this quiz. <laughs> Probably. We're talking about something we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ish. we'll go through the last couple uh, fairly quickly. The book... <laughs> <laughs> the book is called Divine Living, The Essential Guide to Your True Destiny. Our physical world seems to be ready and able to accommodate the needs of the spiritually awakened new superhuman. Oh, I know. Dr. Shit for Brains, your mama. Close. The constraints or domains of our material world are not the real problem. It is our own spiritual awareness and philosophical wisdom that is lagging behind. Biblia McFlubberass? <laughs> Close. Anton St. Martin. Ooh, well, almost Satan. I was going to yeah. say, St. Martin, LeVay. See, see, see our Satan. psychic powers are working overtime. Yes. Wonder Twin powers activate. <laughs> All right, number six. The book is called God Does Not Roll Dice. Einstein! Oh. No, that would no. be the Hawkins, because... Oh, that's right, no, no Einstein. Yeah, I, I do know some science, people. <laughs> I believe that is a Einstein quote, but that's not Yes, he doesn't play book. dice with the universe. Our universe is a Monte... It's a Monty Python sketch. Harpo, hush. You ruined Gary's joke. Yeah. The Are only one... Go ahead. <laughs> Our universe is a multidimensional one. Every individual life unit consciously functions in a particular vibratory level, dimension, or density. But unconsciously, subconsciously functions in and through all other levels, and as the awareness increases, it moves to the conscious ex existence of the next immediate level. Lego Girl the Tantric. Dee Dee Melons. I don't know. Dee Dee Melons? <laughs> Is that an actual name of someone? Could be. In the Could pornographic be. industry? Could be. Okay. Just saying. I don't think it's this person. Uh... Thomas Vazhakunathu. So I think I said that one earlier. <laughs> I think I did too. All right. So right now, Donna has one and a half points, and Gary Wait, his name has was Thomas Vajrakun. V a z h a k u n n a t h u. Oh, oh! I'm I'm just 
I'm just going to ignore that one and start on the last quote. Uh, Gary has six tenths of a point, and Donna's leading with one and a half points. Ah, but they have a chakra. <laughs> Whatever relationships you have attracted in your life at this moment are precisely the ones you need in your life at this moment. There is a hidden meaning behind all events, and this hidden meaning is serving your own evolution. See, the problem um, that, with this, that, the five people you meet in Ch heaven. Ch 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 yes, Gary gets <laughs> the points. And because he got a tenth of a point earlier for guessing about cat's hackles, he wins with one point. How, hold on, six I points. gave him. He got how much for for the assist? I should get a point or whatever right, for the assist. Donna gets a, an assist, also in a tenth of a point. So tied, tied at tied. one point six Woo! points each. Okay, maybe we won't be trying that one again. <laughs> Yeah, or well, you could give us a list, <laughs> okay, of 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 names that we might be able to choose from. So it's like choose your own adventure, kind of like what they're doing. Yes, <laughs> I, yes. I think that is a brilliant idea. Can, can you guess what the tag is that I for a tiebreaker? What is the tag I use in Goodreads. dot com to get those quotes? Self help gurus, gurus. Nope, nope. Bullshit artists. Ooh. New Age. Uh, New Age. That music. I kind of like the old age. You know, swing music, jazz, <laughs> you know. Until you hit it. <laughs> Wait a minute. And we're, no, we're not talking about hitting it like that either. I'm confused. <laughs> I got the joke. I apparently didn't. So let's move on to something that is not very funny. Okay. Well, uh, Donna and I were, were just fist bumping at the at each time that we would win a point. I'm just Wait. wondering where you're going with this, Gary. I'm well, fast. You know, I realized, that's, that's I, realized that I just skipped a topic. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not talking about how fist bumping is the sign of terrorism. Not yet. We're talking about demon children. <laughs> they all aren't they ah, all? But some of them are more demon than others. Especially so if we're you're talking about or evil. Carrie and Damien sort of kids. Well, probably the kid wasn't all that. There was just really bad parenting. You okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you look like you're about to cry <laughs> or do oh. crime. I'm not quite sure which anymore. He's <laughs> planning his next bank knockover. Come on, you can't talk about it. Mm, right. So here in San Antonio. Yeah, do I have to do a transition now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to edit much of this anyway this week. I'll just let this go out as let me, is. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, uh, uh, whatever the hell your name is sitting across from me, who I've known for about three years, Greg. Let me tell you, Greg. <laughs> You're kind we've of been, an evil person. We've been doing this podcast for more than three years, but you say you've known me for three years? I said about. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have any concept of time. Much like many animals, or musicians. <clears throat> Some parents act like animals. There we go. There. Well, I was just saying how how evil and demonic your your last quiz was. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't. I was trying to, and then we got side Greg. Anyway, we got side Gregged. We got side Gregged exactly. Uh, side graded is what I said. Doesn't make any sense anyway. Um, <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> so here in San Antonio, we had some bad news this, this week. Uh, bad news. Bad news doesn't even... Bad news is, oh, 
I got a D on my history exam. Bad news is, oh my God, it was raining when I went out for a run. Bad news is, fuck, I forgot my credit card when I went to the store. This is terrible news. Let's at least have the appropriate level of... I was going to say of... horrible, but... You run, Donna? No. Hell, fuck no. Okay. So those were all <laughs> hypotheticals. Okay. <laughs> Except for the credit card one. That, that's why I have the little pocket on my phone now. See, so right sorry. So so let me let me backtrack. Horrible, horrible news. So we 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 learned that uh, a couple of uh, parents actually were, were they married or they they just had a kid. I together? think they were just. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm going to be the rude one here. I just think they were baby mama, baby daddy. Yeah. We but. don't know for sure. Their their names are Cassandra Ortiz and Raymond uh, Valadez. Right. So the boyfriend. Because they weren't. We don't we don't know for sure. Maybe they were liberal parents who decided that she wasn't going to change her name. But given the nature of the crime that we're getting into eventually, I don't think they're that liberal. Because uh, one night in June 14th, on the northwestish side of San Antonio. So where you and I live. Pretty much. Um, on Military Drive, um, the police were called to their apartment area and... or. Ortiz, the female, was allegedly arguing with some other woman in the complex. And when the police got there, part of this whole thing was that Ortiz said to these police officers that her six-year-old son, who is unnamed, good, was apparently possessed by the devil and needed to be cleansed. Oh, those are words that, you know what, as somebody who has worked in this industry, those are the words that, honestly, you don't want to hear. No. Um, And according to Fox San Antonio, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. They probably held hands and carried her books across the quad. Yeah, but Fox (laughs) is somewhat racist, so they could probably just... Who knows? (laughs) But apparently once the police and the paramedics got to the apartment, they found the child in the bathroom, non-responsive, in a fetal position, with some sort of green substance coming out of their mouth. Now... In My movies, understanding is that so- it was yeah, actually so. In the in the movies, green stuff coming out of the mouth is like pea soup, and they are possessed. Right. This probably the parents decided to wash out the child's mouth with soap or some stupid antiquated thing like that. Right. Um, they have been indicted, which means the okay. grand jury said that it's okay for charges to be bought and they be brought to trial. Let me say something on the KSAT website that I I just pulled up on this. When paramedics arrived. They had to remove a chunk of soap from the child's airway. Yeah. Now, it wasn't just we in joke, the mouth, right. it was in the airway. We, we joke around here about, you know, demon-possessed kids, and I am a mother. I understand that she deserves a trial, and she deserves the best attorney that the city can provide. Please let it be a city attorney. Please let it be a city attorney. <laughs> just that. I'm just yeah. adding that. But... If this is even remotely true, the chunk in the throat, the physical and sexual assault, bitch needs to fry, and what's-his-name needs to as well. Yeah, both Ortiz and Valadez are indicted for injury to a child causing bodily injury or um, injury to a child causing serious bodily injury. There's kind of two shades there. Uh, Valadez is under um, indictment for... And this is a new one that I've heard of, 
super aggravated sexual assault of a child. Apparently, that is a new category of sexual assault that had to be invented for cases this heinous. I don't know what other examples there are, and I don't know what was done to the child with what or why, because the news doesn't say, but if it's classified as super aggravated, that is some serious shit that these parents did to this child. Okay. And like you said, Donna, we joke about the the hubba blah 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 talking in tongues uh, preachers who will basically kind of wave across at people and smack their Bible and say the power of Christ compels you, the power of Christ compels you, and the believers will act possessed because they know that's how they're supposed to act, and that is kind of funny and sad, the side of demon possession. But that's why we need this whole skepticism thing because that may be all funny and good. And it's not really hurting anybody. This kind is literally hurting people. Okay, so I, yeah, I found a, I found a this definition. I found a definition of super aggravated sexual assault. If convicted, an individual faces life without parole if he or she commits aggravated sexual assault against a child under six, or commits violent aggravated sexual abuse against a child under fourteen of age. After having previously served time in prison for the same offense. Yikes. So that so, means that this guy Bubba and Bubba and Bub Ed yeah. are about to... They're going to be very, very popular. Yeah. Well, they, they're both being held under $250,000 bail Honestly, each. it's not enough. Um, I don't... I, I think they are still in Bexar County Jail, which means they're staying there. And, um, yeah, they, they could get life, which... They, they, I think they deserve. It's been a little weird based on the couple stories we've been able to find, which don't have a lot of detail. They're basically a rehash if, of everything. If the we kid did. is still alive or not, I think it well, is. Well, they've but um, all the all the, all the articles said was the kid was found unresponsive. Yeah. But that doesn't mean once they cleared it, they couldn't resuscitate. So I honestly don't know if the kid is still well, alive or here's, not. Well, here's they are they are charging that probably would have resulted super in, aggravated sexual assault of a child causing serious bodily injury there has been no homicide manslaughter yeah. any of that if this child had died they would be pushed honestly they'd be pushing for a fucking needle and god i wish they'd let me pull the plunger on that yeah. one yeah i said it i went there i'm i'm one of those those atheists that i don't have a problem with the death penalty well i don't have a death problem with death penalty in theory if someone is dangerous enough just to get them out of society but people like this i think being an atheist i think they deserve to sit and rot in jail for as long as we can keep them alive and like in solitary where they have no life because they're not going to get punished in the next you know what no they don't in in my I, opinion I, I i just i disagree I think it's a waste of money, <laughs> first I, of all, because uh, we're paying for that. Mm -hmm. and but all, all the all the trials and appeals right, over death penalty are usually more expensive. But but there's also, I mean, the the original purpose. I mean, they, they call it a a, a, a deterrent. Well, no, yeah. I mean, some people think it is. It's not. It's not a deterrent for anything. It's so not a deterrent there's no, for anything. There's no benefit for anybody except for society to keep them out. But, I mean, we could try and rehabilitate them and teach them the errors okay. of the ways. And by doing that, wait a minute, by doing that, we can learn a shitload more about how to do that. That doesn't mean that we release them back into society or that they mm -hmm. ever uh, get to write a book and, and earn off of it. But 
no, it, there it, are just some people that are so there bad. Are, there are some people that are unrehabilitatable, I suppose. Right. Charles Manson or something like that. Or yeah. that's the kind of example people yeah, usually but, pull but then out. Charles Manson, at the same time, uh, is an interesting study as far as... Uh, mm. Mental illness, and, right. and, and but Jeffrey and, uh, Dahmer was not going to get better, yeah. probably, and was a danger to people around him. Where these people, I can understand what you're saying. You want to try to learn, kind of, I don't know, kind of like you want to study Nazis after World War II to find out what brought them over that edge to go so badly that yeah. they 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 kept doing and just followed orders. Even the, you know the the yeah, decision yeah. triangle, the the cognitive dissonance, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Um, and maybe these, but they these, sh- they should be kept away from society for a oh, long, I, I long concur time. With that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Okay, so if it turns out that this woman, say, is suffering from some form of mental illness, schizophrenia, whatever, she's total Andrea Yates here. You know what? Fine, lock her away. But guess what? Just because she's crazy, insane, however we care to define it as a society, what she has done has caused her to lose that place in a, quote, polite society. And there are some people, let's just put it, there are some people that are unredeemable. There right. are. But again, if, it, if it's caused by, I, 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 granted, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm t- definitely taking the, the bleeding heart liberal here, but if, if the action was caused by by mental illness, like uncorrected mental illness. I mean, that, that's a problem of societies for not having been able to to uh, to be able to recognize that and get it fixed before well, you this know happened. What? You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. And I agree with that. It doesn't, it doesn't excuse but, the behavior, but there is the, the thing that they perhaps quite literally, they had no choice in what they did because of the state of their, their mind or, or whatever. We don't know. Now there are people who to get off on on that, and that's unredeemable. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> that <laughs> they deserve anything. Uh, you know uh, what? What's Honestly, the there there is a point though. Where do we go? Okay, you're crazy. You're fucking up in the head. You're cuckoo right. for cocoa puffs. And you can live in this facility for the rest of your life and everything else. Right. At what point do we draw the line as to what is so horrible that you cannot live in our society? And I'm sorry, the killing of a child, the mass Which... killing of people. If you are an asshole who goes into a school with a fucking gun and kills people, guess what? I don't care how crazy you are, you don't belong in my society. And I'm going to take the hard line and say, where do we draw this line? No, I understand that. And I don't have any, I definitely don't have an, an answer, an easy answer for that. But I think it, the, the reasons for something happening, happening matter a lot. And how do we not know that this woman is saying, oh, he was demon possessed. Well, that, because, that was my first Because thought. I'm, yeah. I, I, I want to play the fucking crazy card. Yeah. You know, well that that was that was my first thought because it, having the weird thing is, it, a single person doing something insane is can be understandable as schizophrenia or or you know, psychotic right. break. Two people, but there's two uh, makes makes it completely different. 
Yeah, but you could also get a few more, and all of a sudden it's a cult. Sure. And you get that echo cham- chamber of saying, well, I believe this. I, well, I agree. And, yeah. and they reinforce each other, and things get even worse. Right, and, and you have open carry it. jackasses walking around. And well, and I was going to say, you end up with a child is, in a bathroom that... floor in a fetal position, but yeah. I get your point. And the other side of this is, is you know, as as we heard what the definition of you know, extreme sexual assault or extreme super aggravated, super yes. aggravated sexual assault is one or both of these people already have a history of abusing a child. Now, if they paid their debt to society, that's fine. But they're 30 and 27 years old. Yeah. You know what? Guess what? This is kind of the two strikes you're out. Kind of, if, if they haven't learned it by now, they're not going to learn to behave. Exactly. Point of view. Yeah, but for um, some for, pedophiles, they're never view, going we to should get over have it. figured it out. In, I think it's uh, Valdez's his first arrest. Assuming he was arrested before. Assuming it was whatever. him, because we don't. Well, it's, well, it's kind of I no. One. Valdez is the one who's been uh, indicted for super aggravated. Uh, the mother was just for. Uh, injury to a uh, child, right. and, so. and the and the other the other thing that could can possibly ha- happen, and again we don't know anything about this. This is, is yeah conjecture. Is the uh, Stockholm syndrome? So the guy who has a history of child abuse or uh, ch- child assault mm-hmm. um, pu- pushes the mother because she wants the approval of the guy. And this works both ways, but in this case, we'll assume it's this way. Uh, Add in so, some Munchausen by proxy yeah. and yeah. all this kind of stuff. That if we if we're better at a society of finding those faults in people and diagnosing them, and unfortunately finding a way to involuntarily uh, institutionalize some people in some way to give them the help they really do need, we can prevent things like this, where we don't require killing them. And and that's the ideal we want to work for. But here's the thing. There are plenty of people out there that suffer from mental illness. There are plenty of people out there with extreme schizophrenia who realize they have to take their medications or they cannot function in society. There are people who are bipolar who are the same way. At some point, society is not responsible for their decisions. Right, but right. Th- that's a, that's a problem with mental illness. I mean, you know, bipolar people. Yeah, I'm related to some of they're them. They're great when on a medication, but when the medication's working, they feel fine. They don't think they need it. They go off. Not the meds. all of them, though. But that's I the, know. But but that was the point that I was trying to make is that there are some people who recognize their needs, sure. and, and for have, them, it's all working. But we need to do better to catch the people it's not working for and find a way to not punish them when they've made them. Okay. A mistake that's not as bad as this case that we're talking about now, but if we can see the warning signs and catch it before then we can save kids like this and also prevent this from happening. But I think yeah. Gary wanted to finish. The thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I was thinking about just, I was thinking about this just the other day while I was driving because I, I heard on NPR something about, uh, the the for profit prison system. And I started thinking, you know, we can't, we have to stop putting people in jail for things that you don't agree with necessarily because you don't want to help them with their problem. You know what I'm saying? 
So, like, being homeless, getting thrown in jail for being right, homeless. Right, and I, I completely agree with that. But which also goes, but that also goes to mental illness, because a lot of homeless people also have, you know, problems. Right, and the, but the vast majority of mentally ill people don't do shit like this. Well, I understand that. But if we stop the stigmatization and have the ability to recognize when this is going wrong and have the ability to step in and stop and nip it in the bud before it, you know, and know what's wrong, then suddenly we have a society where this doesn't happen as often. What would really also help a lot is if we stigmatize and lessen the credence of people who could, with a straight face, say, my child is possessed by the demon, and have anybody around them say, yeah, I think that's a possibility. Right, yes. Because you you might have crazy people like Ortiz and Valdez still want to do something like this, but if they have one less excuse of... People say there are demons out there. People say there are angels the out there. Well, church. Yeah, it all reinforces <laughs> all this non-skeptical me. thought. Yeah. yeah. Reinforces the idea that this could, the, the crazy thoughts in my head could actually be real. Right. And if you, you and don't they allow. they are demons and I'm not strong enough to fight the demons. Not the mental illness, but yeah. the demons. And the demons are stronger than we are and therefore I can do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the no, demons you're, you're, are so bad it requires beating up my own child. Yeah, which I don't, I don't get because you don't really hear that the way to get rid of a demon is to sexually assault someone. <laughs> which is why no. I don't believe them for a there second. There was that pastor who said that the way to get God's love was to swallow a semen, but that's entirely different. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem is, is there are too many holes in the story, even from the limited press coverage. Additionally, assuming that the coverage is correct. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there there's a there's a huge assumption that. But the basics of it is this couple is now facing these charges that can be independently verified. What about the neighbors who, you know, because you never hear on you. OK, hold on. You rarely hear on the news. Yeah, that guy who decided to kill 13 people at his workplace, he was knucking futz. We were waiting right. for him to blow. You heard, you always hear, but he was a nice, quiet guy. Right. You well, know, so he always walked his dog. She was arguing with a neighbor, which brought the police in at the situation. But there probably was dozens of other situations where the police or authorities could have intervened <laughs> if someone had been paying attention. Yeah. And right now, that neighbor saved that kid. Yeah. Whether... It, it's you know it's it's a fact that had they not been arguing the cops wouldn't have come and if the cops hadn't come they wouldn't have gone in the house and they not gone in the house they wouldn't have seen the kid they wouldn't have called nine one one blah 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 saved the, the kid, kid was unresponsive with a blocked airway the kid was probably going to die yeah slowly and painfully but it was going to happen right and when you think if about not today the next day no there's always an excuse to beat a child okay if hold you're on. in that mindset that blocked airway. There's the the three 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 rule. Three minutes without air, three days without water, yeah. three weeks without food. Those are your threes. Well, the the kid may have been unresponsive because they had been beaten, not because they had a completely blocked airway. So I, it, like we said, it's 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 you know these these stories unfortunately 
when they tell us about this incident that happened back in June. This is several months ago. And I understand that maybe part of the trial or whatever, they can't expose all the details because they won't, don't want to mess up a jury or anything like that. No, I think but, they're more worried about somebody being able to identify the child. Or, or well, they they can they publish the parents' names. They're going to figure out if, if people kid, know the parents, they're going to know the right. kids. But. Those people are going to, but there might be school kids. Maybe he has a different last name. Maybe he's got the original baby dad. I don't fucking care. Well, I'm, I'm saying other details about what actually happened and what was said. And, and because all we get in these local news stories about these horrible things is this kind of horrible thing happened. We're going to allude a little bit to it about this abuse and possessed by the devil makes it clickbait. But beyond right. that, they don't tell us what really happened. So we can't learn from it. Right. Besides the fact that people aren't possessed. There are no devils. Stop right. This. That's what gets me. Okay, you can say that you're possessed and you can say that you hear things. That's called schizophrenia and it's never good. Um, but to blame this outside force when it's literally the brain chemistry in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know that religion's a virus and we know that we can learn stuff from viruses. And we recently learned something new about viruses. Did we? It was presented in the Interscience Conference on Antimicrobial Agents and Chemotherapy in Washington, D.C., put on by the American Society for Microbiology just yesterday, September 8th. Good gracious. We are on the cutting edge. Yes. It was a presentation by Charles Gerba of the University of Arizona, Tucson. I am very proud I didn't pronounce that Tuscan. Nope, but you went up on the each end of each sentence. Which <laughs> made it a like question. Like a very girl. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there were uh, two phases for the study that they did where um, they were basically trying to track how viruses, how fast viruses spread around just in everyday environment. So what they did is they, they took... They release Ebola? <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> uh, so we have... Norovirus, which is a highly contagious virus that causes diarrhea, vomiting, and is just generally bad news. It kills maybe <laughs> several hundred people in, released it. annually. No, okay. No, no. Oh. There is the non norovirus. Oh, okay. What we have is a bacteriophage MS-2, which is not related to multiple sclerosis, I don't think, and is also not related to that Central American gang, MS-13. And it's harmless to people. Yes. So bacteriophage MS2 uh, doesn't really hurt people, uh, but it kind of is about the same shape and size and kind of gets transmitted in the same way. Bac so it can stay alive outside the body, that sort of thing. Okay. Bacteriophage kind of sounds like part of um, Street Fighter. Bacteriophage, <laughs> go! <laughs> well, I think a bacteriophage is a type of virus that mainly attacks bacteria, not human beings. Oh, okay. So maybe it might. So it's right. So it may mess up bacteria within your gut it's if you not get it. Fighter. But yeah. So what they did is they took this bacteriophage and they went to office buildings, conference rooms, hotel rooms, or healthcare facility. And somewhere at the beginning of the day, they put a sample of this non-lethal, non-bad virus that basically can get communicated. And proved how easy it is to yes. spread viruses around. All they did is put it like <laughs> on a single doorknob or a tabletop. And then they sampled that building, various different surfaces throughout the day, 
every couple hours. They basically tested light switches, bed rails, handrails, countertops, tabletops, coffee pot handles, um, sink thingies. Uh, the and you all wonder faucets? why when I stay in a faucets. fucking hotel room, <laughs> I've got my Nanoxanol 9, my, my bacterial bleach wipes, <laughs> and my own stuff, okay? You all wonder. And the important thing for you people who work in an office, they also tested phone and computer equipment. The phones are the worst. Yes. Well, keepers are pretty bad. Within two to four hours of the initial, basically, introduction of the bacteriophage MS2 to the environment, between 40 and 60% of those other surfaces tested were detected for this bacteriophage. So half of your environment that you touch on a regular basis, door handles, tabletops, computers, get, can be reinfected within a few hours. So that explains why when it's back to school day, everybody gets sick. That explains why when your cubicle partner three cubicles down gets the flu and still comes to work, everybody still gets sick because they're touching door handles. Or worse, they're going to the bathroom and not washing their hands. Yep. yep. So this shows just how fast something like this can spread and shows why... The problem in Africa, which is happening right now, of the Ebola spread, is as bad as it is because people are just continuing their everyday normal human contact well, with, again, a, with a virus that carries very quickly through bodily fluids. Right, but it, part of that reason is because, of, again, how they, they take care of their dead who yes. have died from this particular disease. So it's it, so they take care of it, and then they're they're probably not in no. clinically clean. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're on the kitchen table or out in front of the house or in the backyard or whatever. But even some basic hygiene would help. Sure, absolutely. Because you know, even if you had yeah. like rubber gloves and a mask, and we're still handling a body, it's it, it's problematic with Ebola because it is very infectious when human fluids are involved. Right. And a body is just a collection of human fluids waiting to escape. Especially once they're dead. Exactly. So it's the, the, the why Ebola in Africa is so much worse than the couple people who we bring back to America and eventually Thank free. Thank God for their recovery. That's a story for another day. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little angry about that. There's not a lot of that. basic hygiene of, I mean, medical people have trouble getting equipment but also right. there's not a lot of access to just soap and water because the second part of the study um after they found kind of that how quickly this all spread they gave employees and after, cleaning staff after curling up in the ball in the corner <laughs> i'm not going to touch anything ever i'm not even writing this article <laughs> they gave uh cleaning staff and just general employees if they were in an office uh disinfecting wipes that contained uh, quaternary ammonium compounds. Um, the abbreviation for that is QUAT, apparently. QUATs. Yes. And we're going to leave that one alone. You know what, though? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm... Well, l let me just finish okay. what happened in the study. And basically, all they asked people to do was wipe down the common surfaces like their computer or doorknobs or whatever once a day. And it cut down transmission of this bacteriophage by 80 to 99%. 
So that is that 40 to 60% that get reinfected. They cut that down to almost nothing. The last 10% became extremely strong and okay, turned into yeah, a horrible <laughs> mutated virus that killed people. <laughs> Maybe that might happen, and that's why we have you know, antibiotic resistance. The 99.9% but... of bacteria that Lysol kills is all bad bacteria. It may have been just stuff that there's got point missed. one. There's 0.1% of the bacteria that's good, and it thanks us daily. And yes, I believe that is a Dara O'Brien joke. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so the just the basic sanitation did help a lot. But hopefully there's a the, – hopefully this is a lesson to be learned, not just for every day like, oh, someone's sick at the office. I'm going to wipe everything down with chlorine. Good idea. Um, which is essentially what that quat um, compound is. It has chlorine in it. Right. But essentially just basic – Washing your hands and wiping down surfaces, especially if you're sick or other people sick, can do a hell of a lot of good. Yeah. Yeah. My, my issue with this is, and I completely agree with it, and it, it's great. Have it out there in, in everything else. But these are the kind of studies that hmm, get picked up by people like anti-vaxxers and go, look, this is, this is proof that it's not the vaccine that's, that's stopping these communicable diseases. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, see. It's it's all about hygiene, and when we started to improve hygiene and, and did it, uh, that that's what stopped polio. It's not the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So, while I appreciate this and everything else, I'm not going to be surprised if this study gets corrupted. It's a possibility, but then you turn around and say, "Well, but polio is even being knocked out in all these third world countries that don't have great sanitation." Because of Bill Gates and his his um, um, vaccine campaign to wipe out, well, I think he's more on malaria, but I think he's also polio as well, of saying, we can wipe this out, he and other rich well, people. Well, you know, if you go look at the anti-vaxxers, Bill Gates is just trying to do population control. And well, okay. I wish, the, the, I really wish I, that I, I wasn't I believe joking. that you have read that, and I believe that those are just people we cannot reach. Those are the kind of people and who... And yet, I have no problem with population control. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, again, we planning. Good I, idea. <laughs> again, these are people who are taking this also. They're also taking it to the extreme with, like, Ebola. Like, well, maybe if they just wash their hands some more. No. Ebola no. is so infectious. Right. It, it, we do need... We talked about this a few shows ago, or a couple shows ago, about how bad the Ebola spread is, and part of that is because it is in this environment where, one, like Gary said, they have these traditions of physical contact with burial and all that, but also there's not as much sanitation. Sanitation would help a lot and make this Ebola situation that, when we talked about it like a month and a half ago, had it killed like 800 people... It's now already up almost around 2,000, I think. It is considered one of the, the gotten, deadliest Ebola yeah. outbreaks in history. It's gotten so bad because in addition to the culture of uh, lots and lots of touching, there is also the lack of sanitation. But if we had a lot of sanitation and people were still groping each other when they were dead, we'd still have a problem. Oh! <laughs> okay, that is not the most polite way to describe <laughs> burial rituals. I agree, Donna. <laughs> If Can you it? are groping the dead, yeah. there's a problem. That's called necrophilia. <laughs> but if, if we and were that's able bad, to, children. Yes. You shouldn't do that. If we were able to learn the lesson that 
we know now because of science that something like Ebola is really only transmitted through bodily fluids where you, you know, if you just stop touching people who have Ebola, and I, not, not in a sexual way. I mean, even just wiping their just tear away would be a bodily say, fluid. Dead people can't say, even stop touching me. Even alive people, if we can learn to say, let's, let's trust science when it says this is communicable this way, as opposed to people in that region saying that Ebola isn't a thing. It's just a government conspiracy. If we can get people to actually trust in science and not believe that it's demonic possession, maybe we might be able to help some people. And 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 this wouldn't be yeah, as but there's bad. There's no as it money is. in that. <laughs> it's a lot of money in calling out the the crazy. Well, <laughs> most of the money in in spreading those kind of, you know, no, no, buy my herbs, it'll solve it, is pretty much in writing books and you know selling echinacea on your website or something like that. But. Anyway, does, does echinacea p- prevent Ebola? I, I I don't know. It probably is just as effective as homeopathy. But one thing one thing I started doing that goes back to the uh, the spreading of the of the germs and stuff um, is when when I use the restroom, I also I keep the paper towel and I open the door with the paper towel. I found that that is. I haven't, you know, got the sniffles except for the the yeah. regular. Given the amount of shit. people who who don't wash their hands but use the hand sanitizer instead yeah, yeah i'm not touching any bathroom doors yeah. anytime <laughs> soon or the doors well, right after is it. like you yeah. know there's a hand sanitizer so they don't wash their hands they just use the hand sanitizer and so the top of the hand sanitizer is disgusting <laughs> right and so unless they have just the, can't win. the magical put your hand under it it yeah, dispenses but who has that the, my my job does well, shut what up. I dislike, <laughs> you know what I, I, I really dislike when you can't get a paper towel in a bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the the blower things, I'm a like, oh, great. Let's spread the airborne bo- diseases even further. Right. I'm, I'm just like going, mm, dry my hand or let Ebola infected snot nosed monkeys kind of on them. Yeah. Mm. I think I'll just wash and do this now until they air dry. Walk around like a surgeon preparing for gloves. <laughs> yes, exactly. And honestly, if more people would like be like that, we wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. If more people would be like surgeons. No. <laughs> more people like me who are OCD wouldn't be made fun of when I go. If people would just be more like you, the world would be a better place. Yes, Do you know Har- what? There would be fewer. There would be fewer people to piss me off. <laughs> yes, Harpo, I am a little annoyed that you don't wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, but it doesn't give you permission to interrupt the podcast. Health alert! Do you poop enough? <laughs> Sorry, that was an email that just came in. <laughs> I got nowhere to go with that. <laughs> One of these days, Gary, bang zoom to the moon. <laughs> to the moon, eh? Well, before that, we have to get the uh, sentient computers, if we can get them out there. This has not been the best last month for. Sorry, the last month has not been best. No, wait. The last month has not been the best for space faring things. It's almost as if there were demons involved. Uh, a, a little bit. Certainly, well, more like viruses or bugs. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
the first thing that happened, uh, August 22nd, is the uh, European Space Agency had a mishap with launching the first two of their fully functional, I want to say fully operational. Galilei. Fully functional like data in the naked now? No, I was thinking more like the uh, Death Star. Oh, okay. No, it was fully operational. Fully operational, exactly. Fully functional was when data. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah when data, yeah. 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 Mm. Bone VR. Either way. Bone wow, wow. Anyway, uh, the European Space Agency uh, finally lost the law, finally launched and effectively lost the first two satellites of their Galileo uh, global uh, GPS network. GPS, but it's a GNSS. Yeah, they eventually want to launch some thirty or so of these satellites. And about they just need at least twenty four or so to make yeah. the system actually work. Well, they, well, they, you only need a couple, but you need at least twenty four to get all the way around the world, so that you always yeah. always have four satellites in view, which is what you need for. But if this is what happened with their first two, uh, they are they need to yeah. recheck their calculations. Yeah. So, so basically, the, Russia launched them in this in the orbit or tried to. Uh, they got up there, but then there was a mishap with the rocket. And they say that it, it worked fine, except it was pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah. And so rather than being in a close-to-circular orbit, um, that was about 23,000 kilometers. It was like 23,330, something like that, uh, kilometers out there. It's now going uh, about 2,000 miles further than that and 10,000 – sorry, 2,000 kilometers further and 10,000 kilometers um, closer to Earth. So it's in this nice elliptical orbit that I would imagine is is stable for quite a while because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's far out there, but it will eventually decay and, and they'll lose it after probably a decade or yeah. I would imagine. I, from what I read, it looks like the satellites do have some fuel on board for correcting and keeping sure, it in orbit that, yeah. for that, but from what I understand, it's nowhere near enough or it would use it all up to correct their orbit now, which would make the satellite completely useless. Yeah, yeah. Because it would come crashing down soon. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so it's not worth it to 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 waste all of it so you only have a couple of years worth rather than try and figure out what you can do with it currently right. and see if you might be able to, I don't know, use it. You could use it for tests, for calibration, or just to make sure that the software works when you when you get a signal back that yeah. it sends the right well, that's signals. that's what or, they're planning on yeah. doing, but they, they haven't – well, the, the one thing about these satellites is uh, unlike – other, a lot of other satellites, the GPS satellites all have on board a very accurate clock, mm-hmm. and that's what makes the uh, them useful. Is the your timing is everything basically in this, and so by using that, um, you might be able to figure out some some cool stuff to do right on the Earth. Uh, they were talking about one of the things that scientists, uh, earthbound scientists could do, which they already kind of do, is they can do, map within millimeters the uh, tectonic plates. Okay. So uh, they, plates they, they get like a that. signal back from this one satellite in this one area, but or two satellites because they're both kind of fucked up. Yeah. And at least that X and Y can give you some information because apparently these satellites are way more detailed and and they're, um, they're slightly more accurate they're, they're a lot more accurate than the current the american com- gps well the current civilian gps yes because the military has this accuracy uh but they the civilians we figured out the math 
on how to get very accurate, but we can't get as accurate as using the, the military signal. So yeah, the the GNSS, the Galileo constellation, is going to be, at least for the Europeans, <laughs> um, more accurate. In fact, just instantly down to a less than a meter, whereas right. we have to do a lot of math to get down to a less than a meter. Gotcha. So, so, so that's that's the first one that kind of went wrong. The other one is the opportunity. It's having a the, the Mars rover. Okay, I didn't read this one. Go ahead. Yeah, no, this was this was a couple of weeks ago, and just in passing. Uh, so going in orbit and then further away, and then coming back. Uh, it, it's it's been having some problems with its onboard memory, and so they're going they're going to reboot and reformat the memory of the rover. They're gonna so the the rover that's been on Mars for like a decade. Yeah. They're going to clean off all the old porn and reinitialize the operating system yeah. with, like, new firmware. That's what they're going to do. Now, millions of miles away. Millions of miles away. <laughs> with, like, a 14-minute delay. At, like, uh, what, 1,400 baht or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a problem just doing that here on Earth. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> for Well, you know what? Draw, if you are quit. you sure? <laughs> Go ahead. If you quit downloading crazy German cruncher porn... Would be, you wouldn't be so infected. Actually, my problem is Windows, but you know. <laughs> Maybe you should get a Mac. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, children, let's not get into this. I'm fine with you discussing and disagreeing over the death penalty, but whether or not you're going to argue over Mac versus Windows, it's not in this house. But because it's Linux, damn it! <laughs> no, he's, he's got Mac. It's Ubuntu. It's Ubuntu. But. So the other thing that that happened this week is the rise of the machines. <laughs> so this, this, the International Space Station has a thing called a CubeSat launcher, or a CubeSat cannon. <laughs> and it appears to have launched two Cube satellites just on its own. For no reason, and they only found out about it because one someone of the guys was looking out a window. Someone, someone looked out the window and saw that the hatch was open. <laughs> it's like it's like they don't have sensors on this thing. So yeah, so Hal apparently decided that this is a good time to release those satellites. So please open the pod bay doors. Yeah, that's exactly. No, I won't. I can't do that, Dave. So uh, now and, and it's, these it's, are like little like these are like. Camera and, satellites. Well, in this particular instance, yes. Uh, there is a group uh, that has put these out called Planet Lab. It's a company. It's a company. Yeah, yeah sorry. And they are putting up something like 100 of these little buggers. And they're, a, a CubeSat is exactly what it sounds like. It's a cube uh, that is very small. It's made of off-the-shelf components, so which makes it extremely cheap. So anywhere from ten to thirty thousand dollars to make this ten by ten by ten centimeter, ten centimeter cubed. Ha ha, cube set, ten centimeter cube thing. Now you can stack these, so you can get a, a twenty by ten by ten or a thirty ten by ten, uh, and that's what I believe these are. These are the, the longer ones. So there, the articles calling them about the size of a. Shoebox, a shoebox, shoe or yeah. a hoagie, or very, or a nice. Depends a nice, on what city you're living in, I guess. What yeah. metaphor they're going to pick? Yeah, we're gonna, like a like a burrito, like a very large burrito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like 
like a small baby. <laughs> so who hasn't been possessed? <laughs> hasn't been possessed. Um, have this mental image of this cannon uh, in deep space, <laughs> no sound, babies. and just and this baby goes. Wah! Yeah, you hear this? <laughs> no. <laughs> And I thought getting born was bad. <laughs> right. Planet Labs is going to launch about 100 of these around the world, and they're going to take pictures of Earth. So basically, they're, I think they're being hired by Google Earth. <laughs> uh, they don't have the – or they claim not to have the resolution down to see faces. But you can see cars and – well, they say treetops. You, know, you can't see the individual leaves, but you'll be able to see cars. and Or, or like almost like a real-time weather map or sure. real-time kind of what's going on, kind of where armies are, or yeah. even just simple stuff like that, just news. Like, let's take a picture of the entire Indian Ocean maybe find that damn plane. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> or, or see those cool volcanoes or, or um, take long-term pictures so that the public can see about you know the melting polar ice caps or mm-hmm. greenland using its as i felt so they've launched what 12 of these and it looks like four of them <laughs> yeah have been were, launched inadvertently there there were a couple back in august that got launched on their own and then they had a problem opening the doors and the the mission control had to like jiggle the manipulation arm on the doors to try to open it up and then a couple days later and it just (laughs) opened on its own though you know uh uh, skynet's on its way or i was also thinking from stargate sg1 the little replicator things that just mind of their own just replicate and their little Little, basically, tiny little robots that take. Oh, to okay. Take over so we're not talking about Tribbles. Tribbles, or the, those, or those the mechanical from Doctor mechanical version of of the Tribbles. Tribbles. Yeah. So there, there was one other, uh, basically, fuck up in in space fairly relatively recently, which oh, yeah. was they uh, fuck something up in space. Oh my god! Well, wait, wait, wait before before you get to that. Okay. I, I want I want to say something that made me laugh a little bit about the cube sets. It, it was started by uh, Jordi Puigsuari, uh at the California Polytechnic State University and Bob Twiggs at Stanford U- University. And Bob Twiggs, I believe, runs uh, a, a, a group called the Stanford University Space System Development Laboratory, uh, SSDL. And so they, in uh, late 90s, 1998-ish, they were working on an orbiting Pico satellite automatic launcher. Okay, so these were actually smaller than these cube satellites by quite a bit. And they weren't even large enough to have guidance controls and stuff like that. So they were just going to go out there for ham radio operators or whatever, you know. And they were having uh, problems with the launcher, uh, which they, which is, according to Wikipedia, was, quote, hopelessly complicated, end quote, <laughs> and could only made, be made to work, quote, most of the time, end quote, which sounds exactly like a graduate project to me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he uh, so Bob Twiggs or Dr. Twiggs went to DARPA to try and see if they could get uh, them to come up with a better way to do this. A simpler launcher that would yeah. be a little bit more reliable. That's yeah. And that's thing. what they did is basically a spring-loaded thing, and it just <laughs> pops them out. Um, kind of like those kids. Kind of like the kids. <laughs> and so that's oh, how Bob. it started. And then they, and 
and then they decided that the the Pico satellites weren't quite large enough to really be able to ha- uh, run off of solar power, uh, and so they came up with them ten centimeter cubed, and then they figured out okay, well once you get a launcher, then you can fit everything in there, and then you can have expandable uh, solar panels and stuff, and so that's where they came from. But I just I just got a kick out of <laughs> the uh, the the students in the SSDL lab. Um, basically making things way more complicated than they have to be to, I think probably to one, because it's fun, but two, trying to, you know, the professor gives you a task and you're like, Oh, well we've got to do this and this and this. It's like, I wanted to make it as most sophisticated as I can to impress the professor. Exactly. And all you need is like a little plunger, you know, a little, little boot (laughs) to kick it out into orbit a boot with a spring on it uh, which is effectively i believe kind of like the the, the usual story that people say about nasa spent billions of dollars trying to figure out a pen that could write in zero gravity where the russians just sent people up with a pencil yep and and we're gonna debunk that right now yeah the story <laughs> I, I i said it was a story i didn't okay. i don't think it's true because yeah. I, I you know you see in like um what is it uh, apollo 13 they've got like wax pencils that they're yeah. using so yeah well and and just because the reason is graphite and electronics are bad. So if you break a pencil point, it goes floating off into your electronics. It can short it out, and suddenly you get, you know, uh, Apollo 13. <laughs> Although that's not what That's happened. a different thing, but yeah. Anyway, let's go, let's go back to what you were yeah, doing. Yeah, so one last thing on space um, that, is a, uh, that is a bad thing. Uh, the the Russians basically killed a whole bunch of geckos because they tried to have sex in space. Oh, I think the geckos were having sex. In, yes. Well, so yeah. the, the Russian uh, Roscosmos Agency sent up the Photon M4 satellite. That's Photon with an F, not PH, like Photon. So it's F-O-T-O-N. Photon. So yeah. you could say Photon. Why wouldn't you say Photon? What's wrong with you? Because I didn't want to be- make people think I was saying photon oh, okay. with a PH. I wanted people to think I was saying photon. Because that makes much more sense. So they sent up the Even satellite. the dog disagrees with you there. <laughs> uh, to basically see the effects of weightlessness on several different things, including basically melting metals and letting it re-solidify, and mushrooms and plant seeds or whatever. And included in this satellite was a bunch of geckos. Yeah. And they wanted to see if zero gravity affected their sex life, essentially. Do they still try to reproduce? Can they still reproduce? And what are the effects on the eggs or the or, Yeah, and all the the whole ball of wax, as it were. Maybe a... Anyway, forget that visual. Anyway, um, apparently um, a week or so before the satellite was supposed to come on down... Well, okay, the satellite was supposed to stay up for a long time... Um, for a two-month period, but after 44 days, the Russians brought it back down. I think it's because... well, premature landing? More than a week. (laughs) Is that what the geckos had problems with, premature landing? Is that what it's called? Um, That's what it's called. They may have brought it down early because um, essentially all the geckos were dead. Uh, They found it out when the the satellite came back down that um, they were were all dead and had been dead well before re-entry. Because apparently some of these geckos were mummified. It seems that the... Wow. Oh, wow. That's like... That's news you didn't hear on last week, this week, or something. (laughs) Necro... Necro bestiality. Partly mummified. We're basically... There was a heater unit to keep them from freezing in space. Necro (laughs) bestiality. Well, that's a Cards Against Humanity card. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I'll make a note for that after the show. Um... 
there was a little heater on board to keep them from freezing to death in space, and they froze to death Ah. because I think they they think (laughs) the heater basically broke. So the the geckos froze. Apparently, though, the the satellite also had they didn't kick it enough time. Drosophila flies, which are basically fruit flies, that they were also doing. Sure, yes. Um, that they were also testing these kind of things with. The flies survived. That's because that sh- those bitches survive everything. I know. Especially if you accidentally let them out into your seventh grade science classroom. Ooh, this sounds like a story. I never did it. I was good yeah. in science class. Yeah. But other people uh-huh. didn't fully anesthetize their fruit flies and oh. everywhere. Anyway. So the Russians... How do, you, how do you fully anesthetize the fruit? You have to put a little mask on it. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> count, count back count. from 99. You had, you had to like... 99, Quickly open... You had to like shake it down so the flies were all at the oh, bottom. Yeah. And then open it quickly and drop a little pellet or something in that would basically ether Gas them. Gas them? Yes. So what you're saying is, is that you were just basically one step away from the showers... <laughs> For fruit flies. I, I think that was actually the showers. <laughs> yes, every seventh grade science student is the Hitler of fruit flies. Yeah, Chris, it, that's got to be our next shirt. It was, it was, it was pretty bad we when they were handing out that they had to speak in the German accent. No, the first shirt is, but Elmo likes to watch. Okay, there's that. The second one is every seventh grade science student is Hitler for fruit flies. <laughs> The problem is that all our t-shirt ideas all have a lot of backstory to them. <laughs> well, then to... people just need to listen more. God damn it. <laughs> so, yes, now that we're back on a weekly schedule, listeners, tell your friends all about us. Uh, subscribe them all against their will to our show. Make them download the podcast all the time and subscribe to our like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And and in, in and insist that the next big old conference, you got to get the Skeptic Wire because they're awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. all I got. Way to yeah, be supportive maybe. there, Carrie. <laughs> maybe depends. You know, I got this busy schedule, and sometimes I just can't fit it in. And then now, yeah, they have a pill for that now. Do nah. they? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it lasts 36 hours. And you notice the guy's fucking happy. They don't show the woman going, fuck, Jesus Christ. Now, can I have a 36-hour headache? Yeah. They never show that part. Viagra and friction are not your friend. Yeah, it's called fire. That's one smoking hot back. pussy. On that note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I seriously, I cannot believe that I've never said that term in front of the two of you because I've been using that one for years. Huh. I've created a card against humanity card. Yes, you have. It will be the Donna card. <laughs> All right. Well, so Gary, yeah. did we learn anything this week? I don't know if we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we we, we learned a little bit. Uh, we did. Did we actually? Or yes, is this? For example, well, yes, Donna, we learned. Stuff. I did not. <laughs> However, the listeners learned that neither Donna nor I know anything about gurus, uh, or at least not their names. Yeah, because Floozy McFloozyhausen. Just... 
<laughs> you know, she really is a write, write the book. It was co written for a long time. Oh, yeah. This yeah. guy's written by D.D. Mellon. Yeah, this guy's written by D.D. <laughs> Um, we learned that there are no demons, and to blame stuff on demons is a cop-out, we think. We learned that viruses spread quickly and scarily, so the next time the person next to you sneezes, run away. Flee. Just stop the bus. Get, stop the plane. Yeah, don't bother with the whole bless you thing. Yeah. Just run away screaming, ah, you're going to kill me. Actually, yeah. In fact, you should just turn to them and say, are you trying to kill me? And then <laughs> uh, then flee. Um, we learned that space is hard to get to. <laughs> and it's big. And it's dangerous. And apparently it's popping out babies. No. No, those are CubeSats. Something like Which that. Which are baby satellites. Yes, they are. And it all makes sense in the end. <laughs> so... Thank you for joining us this week, and thank you, Greg and Donna, for joining me. I have... Thank you, Greg and Gary, for <laughs> being a part of this face, today. Her face is like, I don't even know who you people are anymore. <laughs> See, back in my day, when I was talking with Sinatra. <laughs> thank you, Donna and Gary, for joining us, and thank you, Harpo, for only interrupting a couple times during the show. A couple of times. Yay. Yeah, seriously, you don't want to do a search for DD Mellons. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Well, guess, guess, guess uh, who's going to be following that uh, IP address to this house? We dare you, <laughs> dear listener, go out and Google it. No. Well, you know, if if you know you're a free spirit and, and like porn, please feel free because, well, that was some interesting porn. Okay then. Alrighty. And uh, have a pleasant week, all. Or should I say, y'all, because we're from Texas. I'm not from Texas. A whole bunch Bite of people. your tongue, man. whole bunch of people who speak with a thick Texas accent. I'll shut up. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Or talk with you. Whatever. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. <laughs> Just for that, I'm bringing it back next week. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Yes, it is. Hopefully, I can do CrossFit tomorrow. Do you mean garage fit? No, I'm gonna walk around with a big cross on. We're going to go, there goes Gary again. Yep. Just like Jesus did, you know, run up and down the stadium, you know, with the cross. And then, um, what else did he do? Oh, he, yeah, he would, he would uh, swim. Well, he'd try to swim across the water. I mean, he can't really swim because he's right on top. He would run across the water. He would run, run across the water with the cross, yeah.
And then he would he would do uh, uh, post digging with the cross, mm-hmm. just slam it into the ground. That's actually pretty hard. Good good for the lats. I don't. Yep. Ah! What the hell are you doing over there, Gary? I'm, um, Anna. Who's asking? <laughs> Me. Oh, was that you, or was that the voice in my head that sounds like you? You have a voice in your head that sounds like me. That says it's there. You say that? I, do you know what? I didn't even see his lips move, so. I have a feeling we're going to be going around in circles. I prefer to go around in octagons. Well, if you're launched by the Russian Space Agency, you're going around in ellipticals. And that, boys and girls, is called but, spin class. But better, in a, better to go round and round in an elliptical than on a treadmill, because you could get hurt that way. Yep, but that's why I'm putting treadmills all around my house in case of the zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm glad you guys got into that uh, death penalty thing. I think that was interesting. No, seriously. Because yeah. I normally we're we're at our best when the when the when the news stories are just a launching point for some other discussion, whether it's silly shit or actual serious discussions. Yeah, yeah well, I, I still haven't I haven't come to terms on the, on death, the death penalty, penalty at all. Oh, I have. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> uh, Clearly, I mean, there, was, there was a time when I when I totally thought that, and and recently I I've just been like, See, and I, maybe maybe it's it's the. It's the self-assuredness, the assuredness of, of a lot of the people I'm working with that it is that is the absolutely the thing that needs to happen. And see, they here, don't think about why it should or why. Right. It and see, and I'm, I'm the total opposite. I came to this from the very, I was originally the tree-hugging, you know, don't, you know, this is totally wrong. And my graduate studies work just totally, I'm like, no, certain people deserve to die. It, it's because I, I this may not be the right word to use, but it's almost the Darwinian approach of let's get let's call the herd of no, these dangerous elements. It what it sounds like a bit. No, to me, to me, it's one of those like when you when you when you walk up and you see forty five people in a grave and their heads have been chopped off and their heads are tossed into one end and these bodies are are in there. And you can literally stand there and know that the people who are standing behind you are probably the ones responsible. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, if you are that cold and callous and you are that convinced that somebody is, you know, just because they were born on one side of the river instead of the other, See, guess what? What if, what if one of those people what? standing behind you was basically one of those kind of child soldiers and were raised that way and were conditioned that way? That's the dilemma. That's that's the in between. Well, well, there's problem. there's a there's it, it, well, there's also the thing of coercion. You, I mean, if you did it, you would you would be killed. So there's there's some some self preservation. There is some, how, but how, not all. However, in 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 situations like that, I can concur, I I can concur <clears throat> with the death penalty because it's it's that's different from mental illness, uh, especially the people. Um, in charge. I mean, there's some people. Oh, definitely that, when, the people when you're, when in charge. You're in a, when you're yeah. in like a war situation, I mean, there's people that you have to take out. Right. Right. And then, and then there's the things like the Nazi war crimes, where you sh- you have the public display that what these people did is bad, 
and then you t- remove them from society. But then you've got some of the guards who, you know, they're just following orders. Quite yeah. literally, they have nothing to do with it. Uh, it, it, it was, so that would depend maybe on the cruelty of them. Like the people gassing the people, knowing that they're going into the gas, but they've been conditioned to think that these people are less than human. So, right? Mm-hmm. So th- there's there's all this big gray area. Now, I understand, you know, I mean, hack... I, there, I find it to be different. It's kind of like the difference between um, not pulling the lever, you know, the... The, the, the train The dilemma. train and pushing the, the person to stop, right? So, so, as long as it's a palatable death, it's okay? Well, no, but, but there's a difference between putting people in a gas chamber and hacking them to death? No, there isn't. I disagree, but I, I yeah. will agree on yeah, the, I said the out loud, conditioning <laughs> or the following orders being one of those things where you have to take that into account on whether or not you're going to kill someone or not. Yeah. But and and like, maybe maybe it also matters the, if, the method if, like, of you killing were, is not you were getting the people out, you were helping the people you could. Right. So if you're Schindler's fisting it, I mean listing it. Yeah, sure. Who apparently wasn't quite all that of a nice guy, but Well, it's a movie, of course. Yeah. Yeah. If he that's where you got your history, I'm yeah. I'm writing Oberlin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never said that I studied anything to do with Schindler. Well, when so. you go when you, you the, the way you made that, I was like, really? You got your history from the movie? Hmm. Was, that poor girl in the pink. Red. <laughs> anyway. All right. 